How many of you are blessed by the word of the living God? Glory to God. He's a good God. How many of you are happy to listen to a little more of God's word? It is said that God can do extraordinary things in a joyful presence. Amen. If you're joyful, God can do extraordinary things. Hallelujah. The motive of every ministry is to make you find joy in Jesus. If you're joyful, God can do extraordinary things in your life. How many of you want to be joyful? Amen. And God's presence is a place where the Bible says there's fullness of joy. It's full joy. There's nothing missing in God's presence. Whatever that you need, require in life, in ministry, is here at God's presence. How many of you believe that? Amen. Seek the Lord with all your heart and you will find Him. Amen. I don't want to put another message into your heart. I want you to find Jesus. Seek Him with all your heart. If your heart is here, Jesus will find you. Praise the Lord. If your heart is here to find Him, Jesus will find you. Praise the Lord. The answer to every problem that you are facing is finding Jesus. The wisdom, the breakthrough, the healing, the miracle, the, all that is wrapped up in one person called Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. So whatever that you're doing here, it's always to find Jesus. Even if you don't find me here, you'll find Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you have come here to find Jesus? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Bible says Solomon, a man of God. Hallelujah. He looked for God's wisdom. Bible says Jesus is the wisdom of God. He did not ask for riches. He did not ask for healing. He did not ask for car. He did not ask for bike. He asked for wisdom. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and the 31st verse, Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God. Because he chose wisdom, Jesus said, I will give you long life. I will give you riches that you've not asked. I will give you everything that you've not asked. My brother, my sister, when you find Jesus, God will give you what you don't ask. But he knows you need Praise the Lord. There are things in here God wants that you need it. Even if you don't ask it, if you find Jesus, you will have it. Everybody say Jesus. Jesus. Bible says when you lift up the name of Jesus, he will draw all men unto thee. Praise the Lord. My pastor would say that the easiest way to break strongholds is to take few minutes to speak about Jesus. And every plans of Yours and the enemies in your mind will just disappear. Praise the Lord. So I wanted to open our scripture this morning, keeping in mind that we have come here to find Jesus in Proverbs chapter 11 and the 30th verse. The book of Proverbs written by the same Solomon, chapter 11 and the 30th verse. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. He who wins souls is wise. And John chapter 6 and the 5th verse. Jesus lifted up his eyes. Send the 51st verse, sorry. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. Amen. Proverbs 11. I want to take two scriptures. I want to title this word, The Mind of Jesus. Amen. The Mind of Jesus. The Bible says the one who wins souls... They are wise. You know why God sends people like me into your life? Is to win your life. 
It's to win you. Bible says the one who wins souls, they are wise. Praise the Lord. It's to win you. How many of you want to be one? Let's not misunderstand Jesus. He doesn't speak to you to defeat you. Bible says he who wins souls is wise. The intentions of the Lord is always to win you. The gospel of Jesus Christ is never to defeat you. It's to win you over. Amen. How many of you? That's the mind of Christ. So many of us, when we hear the word of God, we sort of stubborn, we sort of inquisitive, we sort of hardened, we sort of sarcastic about the preacher, about the word. I mean, it happens. But the mind of Jesus is always to win your life. It's to win your heart. One who wins souls, he is wise. Even I am not called to defeat you. Will I defeat the same people who I pastoring? I will not. Will I stand here to defeat you with God's word? God's word is not to throw stones and hurt you. It's to throw it into your life that can lift you. Praise the Lord. Amen. It is not to defeat you. It is to lift you up. Amen. How many of you want to be lifted up? How many of you want to be lifted up? You are called to be one. Hallelujah. By receiving Jesus, the only person who is going to be defeated is the devil. The one who hates you. By giving your life to Jesus, by listening to God's word, the only one who is going to be defeated is the enemy. Amen. Some of you ask, why does Jesus want to win us? To tell you, you are a winner. To tell you, you are a winner. Amen. Look at somebody and say, you are a winner. To tell them that Jesus is the power and the wisdom behind your life. He wants to be a winner in your life. He is with you. He wants you to be every day in your life. And he wants you to be a winner. He wants you to call you a winner. Greek culture says that Jesus was foolishness. Today people culture says this Jesus is foolishness. The world will say he was stumbling block. But Jesus is a winner. He wants to tell you you are a winner. Praise the Lord. Remove the stumbling block because he wants you to win. I don't know this is the word that God gave me this last night. It's to tell you that you will win. However battles, however fears it is, however kind of people are against you, around you, you will win. You will stand winning. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Why did Jesus want to win you? To tell you that you have only winnable battles. You have only winnable battles. Amen. 2018, as you are sitting here, you have to tell yourself, your mind, you have to remove every bit of disappointment. I know some of you say, I'm disappointed, Pastor. I'm disheartened, Pastor. I'm discouraged. Oh, hallelujah. I don't even like to worship the Lord. I don't feel like even speaking to God. It's okay to say that. How many of you know it's okay to say that? Because we are in a church culture, we think that it's not okay. To tell what we are going through. It's okay to tell the Lord what you are going through. Tell I'm disappointed. Tell I'm disheartened. Say I'm discouraged. I don't want to pretend. I'm sarcastic with you Lord. I'm sarcastic on the word. Praise the Lord. But on the, along with it also give the Lord a chance. To prove the devil wrong. Oh. Praise the Lord. It's a season to win. There are only winnable battles. Because Jesus Christ died and rose again. He's conquered sin and death. He wants you to win. There are only winnable battles. Amen. 
there are nothing called non-winnable battles in a child of God's life. In a Christian's life, those who believe in Jesus, it's always, it's a winnable battle. Amen. How many of you will give the Lord a chance to prove the devil wrong? How many of you will give the Lord to win over your mind? How many of you will give the Lord a chance to win over your pain? How many of you will give the Lord a chance to win over your hurts? How many of you will give a chance to win over your trouble? How many of you will give a chance to the Lord to destroy what came to destroy you? Hallelujah. He will show you. Amen. That's why the Lord always says the battle is mine. Hallelujah. God's servant just spoke. Throw your cares unto the Lord. Just cast it on to the Lord. He cares for you. Just let go. As I'm standing here preaching, there are, there are so many things in the morning that is going into my mind to the point that I thought, oh my God, will I be able to come and preach here? But I said, Lord, I cast it all at your feet. Praise God. For you care for me. You prove me right because I trust in you. I believe in you. Oh, come on. As a matter of fact, the days are coming when you will look at your problem and say, oh my God, how did I come out of this issue? How I sailed it through? How did I win over this? In Genesis 21 and the seventh verse, the Bible says, can we read that? Genesis 21, 7. She also said, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? For I have borne him a son in his old age. Amen. Who would have told? Who would have said? How many of you wonder who would have moments? I have spoken over this. I've, I've, I've shared this word. But the important fact of this, who would have said that Abraham would give birth to a child through Sarah? Sarah was not an easy woman. Who would have thought that Sarah would give birth at the age of 90? Abraham couldn't do it. Praise the Lord. Man couldn't do it. Man couldn't convince her. Doctors couldn't convince her at the age of 90. But there was a God who would convince her. Hallelujah. At the age of 90. That God can win this battle for you. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. How many of you believe God is a winner? He has a winning mind. The mind of Jesus is a mind of winning. Hallelujah. We want that mind. Amen. Let us have this mind of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you know there are certain women in this church this morning? Only God can convince. The Lord said there are certain women in the church this morning. Only God can convince to the belief. Such is the hurt, such is the disappointment, such is the worry, such is the stubbornness, such is the, I mean, resilience. You're so strong inside, so strong and so strong to the core. Only God. In Acts 16, 14, the Bible says there was a certain woman, Lydia. Only God could open her heart. Praise the Lord. When Paul would speak, it was a certain woman. Only God can cancel certain things in our life and to make her a good Prosperous businesswoman. The certain woman, it's written. There was a certain woman. There were so many women, but it is taken and said there was a certain woman called Lydia. There are certain women here. God is sending deliverance into this life. Praise the Lord. I don't know who it is for. If it is you, it is time, hallelujah, to take it over your life. Amen. In Acts 16, and the same verse, verse 4 says, 18 says, there was a certain woman who was bound with a spirit of divination. A fortune telling who's a worshiper of snake and she would fortune tell and the Bible says she was bound and Paul looked at her and said in the name of Jesus I bind you 
I bind that path of the enemy. I bind that uh, satanic hallelujah. Oh, spirits over your life. This morning, certain woman who is bound by the voices of the enemy, who is bound by the courts of the enemy, who is bound by the lies of the enemy, be released to believe. Amen. Ezekiel looked at his dry bones and condition and said, only God knows. Amen. Only God knows. How many of you would have been in a dry bones? How many of you would have looked at and said, good luck, good luck. There are things in our lives, good luck can't help us. Praise the Lord. There are things in our lives, luck can't help us. There is things in our lives, luck can't help us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It took the Lord to raise it up. It took the Lord to give it a, a victory. Hallelujah. How many of you are here? Says luck can't help me. It takes God to do something. Praise the Lord. Come on church. Be simple this morning. It is God that can put my marriage together. It is God might put my relationship together. It is God that can put our church together. It is God. Come on. That can put us back to where we belong. Come on. Hallelujah. It is God that can put us back to the 2018 God had for us. Some of you say it's too late on the day to put me back to God's 2018. But I'm prophesying you over this morning. God is powerful. He is available. He is willing to put you back to the God's 2018. We were walking in Chaco's 2018. But God said, that is what Chaco wanted. I have better plans. Hallelujah. I will put you in God's 2018. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you are here this morning? Why are we winners? Why are we winners? Number one, 1 Samuel chapter 17, 46 to us. Why are we winners? This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand. And I will strike you and take your head from you. On this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines. You come against me. And David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. We have the name of Jesus. Most people who come to church forget about the power in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus Christ died and rose again. He has a hallelujah life connected to his name. When you call name Jesus, everything that looks dead and messy and done in your life will rise up. There is a name that is above every other name. Above your disease, above your plans, above everything that you're going through. That name. I come against you in the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord of hosts. In the New Testament, that name is, there is a name. His name is Jesus. Amen. That's why there is nothing called non-winnable battles. Amen. Because of that name. How many of you know the Bible says we were adopted into the family of God? If you are an Africano, if you are an Indiano, <laughs> if you are from Germany, Europe, Asia, all of us according to the Bible were Gentiles. Amen. We were grafted in to God's plan because the Jews who were originally God's children refused to believe him and were fallen out of the branch for our sake. So that we could be grafted in. 
we were alienated from the plan of God. We were alienated from God's purpose. We were alienated and we were worshipping other gods. We were alienated and we were walking in the uh, lust of the world and the lust of the eyes. And God said, I have a winnable plan for the Indianos, for the Africanos. Everybody who were non-Jews, God said, I will graft them in. And I will give them a name that make them big. Come the part of the royal family. Mm. It is this name that has put you in the royal family. How many of you are happy that you and I are in the royal family? Glory to God. We are adopted into the royal family. We were alienated, but hallelujah, praise God. We are adopted and we said, oh hallelujah, we have a father in heaven who calls upon us, who draws us to his son Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Give the Lord a chance today. We have given everybody a chance. Give the Lord the chance because His name is so powerful. In His name. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Why are we winners? Number two, John chapter 10, 17 to 18. John chapter 10, verse 17 to 18. Therefore, my Father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This Amen. My, my life, nobody take it from me. What an incredible verse. I lay it down, and I take it back. Which means God has given us an indestructible life. When you put your faith in Jesus, the life that God has given you is indestructible. Nobody can kill you. Nobody can take your life. You cannot have a premature death before your time. Ninde agatolla jeevan arku vidukkan pattadilla. Ninde samayathile nunkare kollan pattadilla. Ninne mele bullet verukkum ninne kollan pattadilla. Ninde agatha yeshuvinte jeevan undu indestructible life. Amen. No terrorists, no magic, no tensions, no worries has power over you. It's an indestructible life. God has given us an indestructible life. No car accident has power over our lives. Indestructible lives. Don't worry when you send your children to school. They have indestructible life. Nobody can touch them. You have a God who protects this generation. We have an indestructible life when you belong to Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bible says, thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right side. Near you it shall not come because there is an indestructible life. Jesus said, I have the authority over it. I decide when to go. I decide when to take. Praise the Lord. Nobody can take it down. Some people who are believers themselves, when they travel, they are so scared. I myself sometimes are scared. Praise the Lord. When I hear about the Indonesian Lion aircraft, you know, Boeing 737, my God, am I traveling in Boeing? Praise the Lord. People are scared. But let me tell you tonight, by the authority in the word of God, you will start your journey. You will reach your destination. And you will come back with a good report for the glory of Jesus Christ. If you believe it, put your hands together. You are partakers of his life. <laughs> There is an indestructible life that should flow in your family. Why are we winners? Matthew chapter 15 and 32, the Bible says, Jesus has given us tireless energy. 
In Matthew chapter 7, three days Jesus is preaching for 72 hours without eating or drinking. He's preaching. Tireless energy. It is so, you are so used to saying I'm tired. Even church, some of you look like, I mean, not in this church. They have a Bible. They have a notebook. They keep writing. They're not tired. Today I pray that tireless energy will flow. Amen. People who are hungry for the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Is it amazing? He took the five loaf, two fish, multiplied, and not one sandwich did God or Jesus ate. Not one sandwich. He was a human being. He was a full man. He did not eat. While he was on earth, he was a full man. He did not eat one piece. Why? He had tireless energy. So many people said that. Jesus. He was a full man. He was like one of us. All temptations of the flesh. Not mentally, physically tired. Praise the Lord because of the life that was flowing. Sometimes we play victim of weariness. We look like victims of weariness. I pray that we shall get out of the victim. Hallelujah. Mindset of weariness. How many of you believe for tireless energy? We need tireless energy. Some of you saying, I'm in the call centers. I am, hallelujah, sitting at night, pastor, working all my night through. Praise God, I'm tired. But some of you who are ministering here, they are finishing their work at 8 o'clock, prayed, come back and worshiping the Lord for two nights. Jebin has not slept and he's still worshiping the Lord. His tireless energy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Saturday night sleep and Sunday night sleep only on Sunday. Praise the Lord. Tireless energy. Praise the Lord. How to be a winner. That is what we read John 6.51. How to be a winner. John chapter 6. How to be this winner. Since we are going to have a breaking of bread next week. But I want you to hunger for the communion. All those who are here. I want you to know what communion is all about. What can it do? What, how can you be a winner? John chapter 6 and the 51st verse. I am the living am bread ready. which came down from heaven. If any, many, anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which shall give for the life of the world. If anyone eat of this bread, oh, he shall live. When you have the cup of communion, it's a liquid life. It's a liquid energy. It takes you to the next level. It takes you to the next week. It takes you to the next month. It takes you to the next season. Oh, come on. Without complaints, without murmurs. Oh, come on. It doesn't just take you, but every complaint, every worry, every unforgiveness, every hatred, everything that is poisonous. Hallelujah. Praise God. When you partake of the bread and the wine in this faith, in this remembrance, that what Jesus has done for you. Praise God. Everything negative will leave our lives. Try it. I never believed that the Chinese food in Ritz Carlton is good till I tried it. I always thought the five-star hotels of food are lousy. But when I went and had, I don't have shares there. Huh? When I went and had Ritz Carlton Chinese food, I knew, praise God, it's one of the best Chinese food I've ever had. Let me tell you, when you take communion, amen, it's supernatural energy. Hallelujah. Every lifeness, every excuses, every disobedience, every disliking, every abnormality in mind, in body, in spirit, everything leaves. It's a passage for God to do mighty things. 
Hallelujah. It is when the action-oriented Christian rise up. It's when you arise and shine for the glory of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. But you have to understand in that way and take it. How many of you are looking forward? Next week. Hallelujah. Bible says, let's reason it together. How many of you know? See, Jesus is always with the logic. Your human blood, it has got plasma, platelets, red blood cells, white blood cells. It is the red blood cells that transfer oxygen to your cells, life to your cells. White blood cells is the one who defends your body from infection, virus, parasites. All germs are resisted by the white blood cells. The red blood cells gives you the oxygen. The white blood cells resist it. If this is the function that the Lord has kept on a human blood, if the human blood can do so much in a sinful man, ah, how much more the precious blood of Jesus Christ who died for us since 2,000 years ago can heal and deliver and set you free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man of God, woman of God, there is power in the power of communion. When you partake of the bread and the wine, every pass of darkness is resisted. Every area there is no life, the life flows. Oh, come on, somebody. Hallelujah, if you believe it. Hallelujah. Oh, give a praise, a offering to Jesus. Thank the Lord for his blood. Receive the power. Say, through the blood of Jesus, every disease will be removed. Every sickness will go. Everything that came to destroy me will leave my life. There is power in the blood of Jesus. Amen. You have to receive it by faith. In the grace of our Lord. It's free. Even today, this word is supernaturally healing people. If you believe this. Hallelujah. That disease is rebuked already. Praise the Lord. In Exodus chapter 12, in the Old Testament, a shadow of the New Testament, where the blood of the Lamb was shed and was applied on the doorpost of the lives, the Bible says the destroyer came and it passed over. That which came to bring a bad news is going to go over your the divorce that is going to strike your life is going to pass over you tonight. I speak it over your families today in the name of the Lord. As a matter of fact, the other day the Lord said there are rapists that are sent to the city to destroy God's people. To molest and to afflict God's people. And today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I close the door. I shut the door over every rapist that is coming to attack your life in the name of the Lord. I rebuke that unclean spirit. To leave this church and God's people and be gone to the feet of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. They came. That stray bullet will come. It won't touch you. No weapon that is formed against you. Weapon will be formed. It will be tried to send. But it will not prevail. Glory. That bacteria will not stay. Because there is divine vaccination. Ah, in the blood of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. There is antibody in the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. There is immunoglobulin in the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That neutralizes bacteria. Ah, come on. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So many people who partakes of the bread and the wine. 
go back scared. Will I have a deadly disease? Will I die of cancer? I also have thought it so same pitch. If you feel bad. But then I come back to God's word. There's communion. There is power in the blood. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. No cancer has power over my life and my territory and our church and our families and our generation. Hallelujah. Be neutralized in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Somebody, hallelujah, who prayed for the children. Hallelujah. Their bodies shall be set free from every disease this morning in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Say, I have divine vaccination. Hallelujah. Amen. The fear, the anxiety of death should leave us. The greatest fear today, people, is whether I'm going to die. If you don't have organs, this word will bring new organs. People who have eyesight problem, believe the Lord for a brand new two eyes. Hallelujah. We will not die. We will fulfill the assignments for God has given us in our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. John 61 says, though he dies, yet he live. A Christian don't, doesn't even die. Praise the Lord. Because of this life, he only sleeps. The Bible never sees say, the Christian die. He goes to sleep after he has finished his work. How many of you go to sleep at least at midnight? After all the work is over. Let me tell you over this church. Our midnight will come. We will not die. We will finish our work and we will go to sleep. But some of you... Especially the generation sitting here, it is still morning for you. Oh, praise God. A long way to go. <laughs> There's a long way to go. People who, parents who have above 75 over your life, praise God. Pray that it is still 7 p.m. in their lives. Uh, there is another leftover. There is another season to go. Pray for every person who is above 70 this morning. That they will finish their assignment. And only at midnight they will close their eyes and go to sleep by the power of the Lord. The other day I went to pray for Carol's mother. She is how many years? 92. 93. Praise the Lord. There was more life in her after a severe fall than some of us sitting here. Hallelujah. Amen. There was more strength to her. Amen. Than some of you 14 and 15 years sitting here. Come on church this morning. Hallelujah. This is not story. This is not a story. This is the word of the living God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Though Acts chapter 13 and the 36 verse says. Acts chapter 13 and the 36. I want you to listen to this word. Because from next week we will be concentrating on this word. But David after he had served his own generation. Hmm. By the will of God fell asleep. Was buried with his fathers. And saw corruption. David after he has served his own generation. Oh, he fell asleep. Oh, come on. The only thing that we need to do is to fulfill our assignment here on earth. If you ask him, God will tell you to fulfill our assignment. That is what I call the place called be under his appreciation. He appreciates you when you are going after your assignment. This church is here to tell you what your assignment is. Empower you and send you. Amen. What is your unique assignment here on earth? 
that is what paul said i fought the good fight i finished it there is a fight against it he said i fought it and i finished it john 17:4 jesus said i finished my assignment and god is glorified father is glorified amen how many of you believe i want to finish my assignment that's why god is pleased with you everything that i'm speaking everything that i'm telling every correction that i have given you it is only to fulfill your assignment if you felt that our pastor was mean i'm sorry hallelujah it was only to fulfill your assignment hallelujah how many of you want to fulfill your assignment then you want to leave what should we do 1 corinthians chapter 11 and the 26th verse and i finish with that couple more points what do you not have houses ha uh, 1 corinthians 726 brother 26 for, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup you proclaim the lord's death until it comes what as we church we have to do when we lift up this communion we are proclaiming when we lift up the word declares the action somebody said your action speaks louder than words with one action of communion you're proclaiming the gospel you're proclaiming the light when you are lifting up the communion of the lord you are proclaiming the lord's death until he comes how many of you want to proclaim the lord's death amen one act This Jesus Christ has died proclaim it for me for my sin to put me in his church his body and to and to proclaim that just Jesus is alive and he is well your children in your family will they proclaim somebody else's father <laughs> so this is my father come on church god's children proclaim when you are lifting up this cup and said this is my jesus who sacrificed for me who dripped every drop he died a bloody death every ounce of his blood was shed out for me that is life for me hallelujah Isaiah 53:45 says surely he has borne my griefs and carried my sicknesses surely you should not need to carry your griefs and sicknesses anymore the one who has died on the cross has carried it for you bible says you shall be the head and not the tail don't think like a tail hallelujah by believing by believing this praise the lord and announcing it one is to have partake of this communion proclaiming it when somebody asked you what had happened in the church i proclaimed this jesus the bible says those who partake of this communion will not die but will only sleep ah yeah 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 come home next week to partake of this communion because my bible says one who partakes of it will not die but live
What should we do? Matthew 26 and the 26th verse. Matthew 26 and the 26th verse. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. As they were having the dinner, one of the bread that was there, Jesus took it and said, This is my bread. What should you do when you take this bread? Believe it's experiential. It's not a chuma bread. It's an experiential bread. Till that time, it was a bread for chicken curry. But when Jesus took it and blessed it, there was experience. When he prayed over it, there is some supernatural presence that came over it. How many of you drink antibiotic and expect nothing? Come on, church. When you take antibiotic, you expect the disease, the sickness, the bacteria to go. When you partake of its experience. Oh, come on. This is the most stupid thing that people will think. But Jesus said, the most stupidest of the thing, I made it strong. That the people will put their wisdom on God and not themselves. Next week, as you are going to partake of this communion, I call that as a supernatural week. Church is going to experience the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ in a communion. Amen. Transformations takes place. It's a divine injection that releases you. How should you take? By faith. Hebrews 11, 6 says, by faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. When you take it, take it by faith. Amen. Hallelujah. So many people have faith. Some people come and say, a magician put something in the egg. It is there in somebody's underneath the house. So many bad things are going to happen. People are experiencing death because there is somebody has put mandrabadam, magic, prayer, spell in the egg. Let them do, yeah. Let them do. Let them do what they want. <laughs> Let them do what they want if you have faith in the blood of Jesus. Let people do what they want. You will win. You will have a winning mind. Let this mind be in you. When you partake of the bread and the wine, let this mind come that it is a winnable battles that I have. I can win over anything. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's a cup of blessing, the Bible says. You don't have to worry anything. You don't have to worry generational curses. How to partake? Bible says, examine yourself. People who are real winners, have you seen after they finish a paper, they examine the paper. And if there are mistakes, they remove it and rewrite it. That's all what it is said here. When you partake of it, examine your life. With a winning mind. I'm a winner. I'm called to live and not die. 
called to fulfill my assignment if there is anything in me lord i want you to show it to me i want you to give it to you and forgiveness i give it to you hatred today's greatest hatred is in the body of christ in god's children we don't want to be hatred we want to be in the love zone the communion is the love zone every toxic will leave our life amen healing will come how many of you want your family to be blessed your proclamation of this communion will bring wholeness into your family too in proverbs chapter 31 21 to 23 the bible says something and i want to say to women here because there's so much of hatred that i felt that the women in this church are carrying and i want to i don't know who for it is proverbs proverbs 31 21 to 23 fast please oh, it's not there or maybe i got it proverbs okay 21 to 23 he who follows righteousness and mercy finds life hallelujah righteousness and honor praise god it is said a woman with hatred a woman with hatred is is something proverbs chapter 30 and verse 23 says a hateful woman when she is married and a maid servant who succeeds a mistress verse 21 says the earth is troubled agitated in great distress when there is a hateful woman a hateful woman in a married life the earth is troubled the earth is troubled agitated when there is a hateful woman woman in a married life i don't know who i'm speaking to not only the heaven the earth is troubled and the hate inside bible says the one who I, jesus christ cannot be a hater and a murderer amen hallelujah if eternal life is inside of you you cannot next day hate and murder your brother hallelujah how to partake of it partake of it by the help of the spirit of god by the anointing oil abhishekathal you believe that i'm doing it by the spirit of god when you do anything by the holy spirit everything that came to destroy you will be destroyed the bible says god anointed jehu god anointed a servant of god to go and anoint jehu and said this is the anointing oil that the jezebel and the ahab's family who came to destroy elijah you will destroy it i am sending you this oil over your life to destroy everything that came to destroy you this morning the lord is saying when you partake of this communion everything that destroyed you will destroy it because there is an anointing power experience in the communion of god amen ninne thagarkam vanna paavam naanam adu thagarnu povu the shame of your old sins it will go when you understand the power in the forgiveness hallelujah praise the lord praise the lord you don't need to carry the backlog of your life there's something nice ahead hallelujah let's close our eyes in prayer
This is God's word. This is called the communion of escape. When you receive this with the anointing of God, you will escape certain situation. How many of you want to receive the communion and escape? Amen. Escape. Escape of the chains and the traps that the enemy has put over our lives this morning. God is saying you will escape. The devil ordained. Ninne tarasapadita nashipikya manna chaladine. Ni adhi jivikim. You will escape in the name of Jesus.